If you are driven to do well in school and you are involved, it matters much less about where you went and instead what you learned and what you pulled out of it. If you are driven and you end up in a first job, no matter where it is, no matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, if you are driven to learn and to grow and to push yourself into new areas and expand your knowledge base, you can find success. Matter of fact, you will find success. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com. Brian Clapp. All right, I'll admit it. Sorry, everybody. It's been a hot minute since I've done a show. It has been a busy time at the end of the year. There's always a lot going on. And then the start to this month so far, I've just been a little bit compressed on time. And I'm sorry. I love this show. I love helping and talking to people. I love being able to share advice. And uh, it pains me a little bit when I don't get one done each week. So I am going to be try my best to be as consistent as possible, pump out a new episode every week because there's a lot of great questions that have come in and I want to be able to help. So with that said, for the last four or five years, I've spoken every semester at Arizona State University. Uh, my friend Ed Olson is a professor over there. I join one of his classes. I do a Q&A session. I do a little bit of teaching. And it's it's one of the best sessions I do each year, to be honest with you. There are a lot of great schools that I get to go and speak in that I'm honored to speak in. And that's one of my favorites. Arizona State has a great program and their students always have really good questions. And I always offer and say, look, if you're not comfortable speaking up in the class and you have a question you'd like to follow up with, just email me. And Campbell from that pro- program not only spoke up during the class and had questions, but also had a follow up question that I really liked. And it's taken me a while to weave this into a podcast, but here we are. So here's Campbell. Hi, Brian. I watch your videos every week for advice and I'll be graduating this December. Sorry for being a little late. So here's my question. When seeking a job after graduation, I prioritize the potential for growth within a company, given the dynamic nature of the sports industry and the ever-evolving mindset of individuals. What advice would you offer to those considering transitioning between departments or roles within a company, in this field specifically, if they may or may not have the experience required? Well, Campbell, we'll start out with this. Uh, Congratulations on graduating. I'm a little bit late with this advice, but I think it'll still help you because if you've landed a job at one of these companies that has a the potential for growth within, then I'm going to give you the advice you need right now. So, and I think this will be really helpful to everybody else out there that's either just graduated or is graduating soon or is in a entry level job and looking to grow from the inside. I will also say. That was an incredibly well-framed question, like really well-written. Arizona State has a very good program. Really respect that. And clearly it's it's worked for you, Campbell. So congratulations. It's got depth. It's got punch. I hope I can deliver on your expectations. So let's start out with your strategy and approach to the first job post-graduation concept. So I always try to pull in from my own experiences some and from those people I know in the industry and try to give you some real tangible advice. I'll say this. I started out at a major sports network, first job, and it was the best thing that happened to me. This was not my plan or my strategy. It just kind of happened. But now I look back and I'm able to say this was amazing for me. So the fact that you're actually starting with this strategy and going after this direction is is really smart. Me, I was applying for jobs at the Dairy Council and small TV stations in Zanesville, Ohio and Macon, Georgia. I would have taken anything. Really, I would have. 
And then CNN Sports Illustrated came calling and I was like, that sounds cool. Let's go to Atlanta. So I interviewed a couple of times and got the job. I won't go too deep into that. You've heard me talk about it before, but why was it so impactful to work at a larger organization that had growth opportunities from within? Well, to this day, 20 years later, 20 plus years later, but let's not split hairs here. I still have massive brand equity in having CNN Sports Illustrated on my resume. It's proof of concept. I have always been one of those people that as a hound for big names on a resume, personally, as I hire, and I'm telling you, so is the rest of the world. Because when I've thrown my name out there for opportunities, that jumps out. That big name experience and the fact that I was there for many years. If you're hiring, you are very, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. And, you know, you're, you're, you're choosing amongst a, a group of people and saying, that's the one I really want to hire. There's confidence that comes from, that's the one I really want to hire. And they've worked at these other places and I know they've been successful and I know those places, they're not easy to work and it's, you know, fast paced or whatever. And they have this high level experience that makes me feel more comfortable, less vulnerable that by making this decision, there's a good chance for success here. You've proven yourself out there when the, when the real action is happening on a high level. And that still really matters. Even decades later for me to have that experience on my resume, it matters. Okay. My network is also huge because of that start. I started out at a large organization. There were 250 of us in the sports department. We were all interconnected. I was meeting producers and directors and anchors and reporters and executives and working directly with them. All of them had already gone through the grind to build their career. This was where they ended up. And so it was almost like I got to skip a few years of the grind because I was meeting all these people that were already highly accomplished, being able to ask them questions about their careers, how they built themselves up, how they developed, who they knew. I was getting connected to all these different people who were incredible assets to me. And that network lives to this day. I can call on any of those people I used to work with and it's never even a hesitation or a doubt. I mean, any of them can call on me as well. And we still all interact a lot. Again, decades later, it's quantity and quality of a, of a network that you're building as well. Okay. Next reason why was it so impactful? Well, the world was my oyster. And this gets a lot more to Campbell's question. You know, when you work at a large organization that has a lot of internal opportunities, you can grow and pivot into the career that starts to make sense for you. So you start out after college and you have a vision for yourself, but then when you actually start doing it at an organization, you might find that it's something else that interests you. You might find the career path has a higher reach over this way. And you're at a large organization that has a lot of departments and a lot of opportunities that can all start to happen internally. So I was on the video production side, but if I wanted to pivot into sales or marketing or PR or work on camera or work in production, field producing, even going to news or international sports, it was all there for me. I could have had a conversation with my boss and, and started to build up the opportunity to pivot in my career. Because all those opportunities were there, I was proving myself internally. And then you start to get referrals from inside the building and the organization, which become even more trusted. So we'll dig into that a little bit more. Don't worry. And the final point I want to make for why it was so impactful working in a large organization to start out is that I was learning from the absolute best. Not only the best people, but the best technology, the best systems, the best planning, the best management. I mean, I was watching people plan spring training coverage like six months in advance and seeing all the things they had to consider. So that then when I went out there and was running my own shop where I was a news director at a, a sports network, 
I could remember exactly how that was organized before and how I witnessed it being organized. The technology, you know, if you start out at a small network, you're using old crappy technology a lot of times. I was using top of the line technology, which then helps you with things on your resume that leverage you to the next opportunity. You know, you're, you're, you're really learning from the best people who have gone out there and built up their careers as well. So really, this was my master's program. And I was, I mean, seven year master program, I guess you could say, because I was there for seven years, but it was, it was my learning opportunity. It was the way that I grew and I built my foundation and I grew from there throughout the rest of my career. So Campbell, this is my way of saying it happened to me by chance, but the fact that you are thinking this way is really super smart. And all of you out there that have not been able to land a job with the Arizona Cardinals or the St. Louis Cardinals or the Louisville Cardinals or anybody else who has a Cardinal in their name. I'm joking, but anybody else who hasn't been able to build up with a large organization, that's okay too. You know, we're not a pass fail world. It's not so simple as like either you go this path or it won't work. Like I'm giving you my best suggestions. I'm giving you some of the best practices out there that I think will set you up for the success. But if they don't happen, it really comes down to the effort you put in. I know I say this all the time, but it's not about where you go to school or where you work. It's about you and the effort you put into that plan to succeed. Everyone with drive can win at this game. If you are driven to do well in school and you are involved, it matters much less about where you went and instead what you learned and what you pulled out of it. If you are driven and you end up in a first job, no matter where it is, no matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, if you are driven to learn and to grow and to push yourself into new areas and expand your knowledge base, you can find success. Matter of fact, you will find success. So drive matters more than just what you have on paper. That's my inspirational tome for today. Now, the last point I want to make before we get into Campbell's actual question is if you do get a job at a big organization that has potential for this internal growth I'm talking about, all these learning opportunities, all these great other great benefits I've mentioned, you have to stay for a year or more. I would say more, but at least a year. And here's why. Everybody looks at a resume and tries to construct a story. They try to understand what's happening here and try to put it together, whether it's fair or not. We try to construct a story about who you are. We try to build a profile, essentially. And if I see that you go to a large organization, you lasted for under a year, the story I tell myself is that you couldn't cut it, that you couldn't hack the intensity, that you couldn't handle it. Now, there could be a million reasons why you ended up leaving, but that's how people are going to break it down and interpret it. So no matter what the scenario is, try your best to stay for at least a year or longer at that big first job that you get, because then that shows that you can handle it. And that's a big marker in our industry. It is intense. The hours are tough. There's a lot of pressure. So being able to prove you can do it is, is an important part of that. Okay. So now let's, let's jump into Campbell's actual question. get a job at a big organization, grow from within. The only way, I'm just going to give you some standards here. The only way you're going to actually achieve this is by mastering your first stop. So if you get hired to do job A, do not be that person that is immediately looking for where can I go next? You have to prove yourself in the building first. You have to build your brand. You have to build the respect of your peers and your superiors. And that is super important. And that should be your only focus for the first six months at least prove yourself, do the job, do it better than everybody else, really dominate. Because then people are going to be open to listening to you because they want to keep you. There is value there. If you start out looking for something else, 
your boss starts to regret the fact of even hiring you. Because I'll tell you again, hiring is really hard. And if I hire somebody, I want to feel like, ah, I solved that problem for at least a year. Maybe I will, you know, have to fill this role in the future again. But for right now, I went through this. I had a problem. I just solved it. I'm good. If then you're you're looking for your next role right away out of the job, I'm like, wow, I misidentified you because I thought you were going to be committed to this role. I hired you to do this role. And now I'm kind of, whether I admit it or not, kind of angry, a little frustrated with you. So just prove yourself first, do the job the best of your ability, the best you can, and then start to lean into some of these other things. So now put yourself out there to your manager. Here's the biggest question I get all the, I get this question a lot is, you know, if I want to get an internal promotion, do I start working around my manager or through my manager, right? So do I start to go talk to those other department heads or do I start to talk to my boss first? My suggestion here, talk to your boss first, especially when you're early entry level and you're trying to grow and you're lear- learning and figuring things out. There's an expectation that good people want to move up and move on. That's okay. After you've proven yourself, right? After you put in your six minute time. So This is somewhere I want you to be really intentional. Go to your boss and have a frank conversation, not a dour conversation, an excited conversation. Say, I really love working in this organization and I've been spending a lot of time thinking about my my moves and how I can grow and continue to expand my my impact here. I've noticed this department that seems really interesting. What do you think? Is that a good direction for me in my career? What do you think? It opens this door. It tells this person, I respect your opinion. I want you involved in this process. I like where I am right now and I want to continue growing. But hey, you boss, person I've been working with for six months who's seen how great I am. What do you think about this concept or somewhere else I may want to pursue as I grow in my career here? I'm a manager now and I hear that and I'm like, oh, this person values my thought process and values my impact and what I have to say. And they want mentorship and they want to grow. And you know what? I've seen them work and they're really good. I want to help this person out. Ding, 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 right? That's what we're going for. If you start to work around your manager and go talk to other people, then that feels like to that manager that they're going to feel defensive. They're going to feel like they were butt out of this conversation, that they weren't respected in this process. And they may get their feelings hurt from that. Right or wrong doesn't matter. It's just that it happens that matters. So work through your boss in a very complimentary fashion. I'm not saying be fake. I'm saying just go to them and say, this is things I've considered. I really like the idea of working in PR. You know, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good career move? And then once they start engaging with you and saying, okay, great. Could I possibly shadow some people over there or volunteer to put in some extra time? It will not impact my current work. I will make sure that is outside of the normal time, but could you maybe introduce me to some people or could I do some volunteer time, extra time over there just to start to learn that skill set? I'm telling you, most bosses are going to be very open to that kind of thing. As long as you're letting them know it will not affect my current job. I'm going to still grind and work as best I can, that you respect them, their thoughts and their opinion, and that you want to know what skills you should develop in order to be successful over there. This is a great way to talk to people in a professional manner, to value their, uh, their, their experience and their thoughts and their want to help to really leverage their mentorship and let that kick in. I really do think if you go about this in a effective and professional manner and have a mature conversation after you've proven yourself and you built the relationships in the building, you're known for the right things, you have a really good chance of succeeding at this. Now, I want to make this really clear. Everybody listening out there, you have to be able to advocate for yourself when the timing is right. 
You cannot sit back and say, I'm just going to trust my boss to figure it out for me and to tell me where I should go next and what the right fit is. That's not going to happen, right? You have to own this. You have to be observing what's happening out there and what really interests you and what you want to do next. You have to be advocating for yourself and talking to the right people and building your network. It is on you. So if you want to grow, this is your plan to do it. We've given you a strategy for where to look when you're getting those first entry level jobs. Now we've given you a strategy once you're there and or, or how to grow from the inside. Campbell, I hope this works for you and everybody else listening. You too. Thanks, everybody. Please keep sending in your great questions and I will absolutely do my best to keep turning out podcasts. It's so much fun to be able to talk to you all and share this level of advice. So keep listening and I'll keep creating.